This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, and welcome to Behind the Horror. Scary movie fans, such as myself, will hear that a movie is based on a true story. A few of them we already know, but most, well, we never go on to find out just what that true story is. So, in this series, we will explore and find out exactly what the true story is behind the movies we love. The 2007 movie Prime Evil is about a killer crocodile. It starts us off in Burundi, Africa with someone standing and watching what looks like a hazmat crew moving all around them. They are digging in the ground, and they have found a mass grave. As they find bits and pieces of bone and flesh, the crew is bagging it up for evidence. Some of the bodies appear to have been tied up and shot. A woman who is working with the crew stumbles upon yet another mass grave, however, As she raises her shovel and then stabs it down into this soft earth, something reaches up and grabs her and drags her down as water appears from beneath the soft soil. She screams as a man that had been walking with her tries to shoot the monster that has her. People from the excavation group come running, including military personnel, all shooting into the water. But it's no use. The beast has her, and they know it. It dives down into the nearby river and releases only the woman's torso to rise back to the surface. Then it becomes a montage of newspaper clippings referring to body parts found in the river and how the monster they've named Gustav is behind the killings. Along with this, it is said that there is a dangerous civil war in the region that is about to break out, and gunshots can be heard in the background. Then the scene changes to the, quote, NNC headquarters in New York City, where a trio of people are watching the news anchor on the television on the wall talking about a killer crocodile and how it has taken yet another life. A man and some others begin discussing Gustav, that he is a local legend in the area where the woman was killed. The man's boss sends him and a co-worker to Burundi to investigate the claims that a record-breaking, gigantic killer crocodile is taking the lives of the locals. The man, of course, doesn't really want to visit the area due to the war, that's going on there, but he really isn't given the option to say no. So once the group arrives in a larger African airport, a local government official tries to stall the group due to the danger in the area, 
but the group continues on their journey anyway. What happens next? Well, for those of you who have seen it, no. And for those of you who haven't seen it, you'll just have to watch and see. Now, this movie is based on the true story of a massive crocodile from Burundi, which is a country in the Great Rift Valley where the African Great Lakes region and East Africa converge. Rwanda is to its north, Tanzania to its east-southeast. To the west is the Democratic Republic of Congo, and Lake Tanganyika is on the southern border. So Burundi has actually had a very rich history for well over 500 years. But then at the beginning of the 20th century, Germany colonized the area. But then after Germany's defeat during World War I, it became a territory of Belgium. Then in 1962, Burundi gained its independence and was actually a monarchy. But then there were assassinations and regional instability, which changed it from a monarchy to a republic in 1966. Then there were ethnic cleansings and two civil wars and genocides during the 70s and 90s, making this area quite underdeveloped. It also quickly became one of the poorest. So as the movie suggested, there really is a lot of strife in this area, unfortunately. Now Gustav is reportedly an enormous Nile crocodile that has made his home in Burundi on the shores of the lake. Locally, he has risen to fully mythical status based on the local stories of his ferocious appetite. He is known to be a man-eating beast and has been around for over 60 years. And supposedly, he's killed and eaten well over 300 people. He has never been captured, but from the testimony of scientists as well as eyewitnesses, it is said that he is somewhere between 18 to 25 feet long and weighing over 2,000 pounds. That's the same as five and a half to seven and a half meters and 900 kilograms, which is over half the weight of your typical car. It is said that he is the largest crocodile ever seen in Africa. So around 1987, the people that live in the area began telling these terrifying stories of an abnormally huge crocodile that appeared seemingly out of nowhere and was terrorizing the local villagers, killing people at first infrequently, but then his numbers seemed to increase with time. And because of his size, people thought that he was well over a hundred years old. But witnesses say that he still has a full set of teeth, which means he'd have to be younger than that. A crocodile as old as 100 or more would nearly not have any teeth. Gustav also supposedly has several wounds from bullet holes that he got from surprising some soldiers who shot him with their AK-47s. 
Now the locals state he survived by eating and consuming the bullets, but really due to his size, he would be almost nearly bulletproof, as thick and as tough and as hard as his skin would be. And also, because he is such a big boy, he would have a much harder time catching the usual prey, the, the nimble things that he would normally go after. So he would have to attack much larger animals like hippos, wildebeest, zebras, and humans. But what's puzzling is what he does with the humans he catches. So before we get into that, let's get into some crocodile facts. The Nile crocodile are in fact native to Africa and are a freshwater crocodile, although they can tolerate brackish or somewhat saltwater conditions. There is definitely no shortage of them as they are quite prolific in the country and very widespread. I mean, just watch any nature show about Africa and oh, there they are. Now, the average adult male reaches between 11 and a half to 16 and a half feet and generally weighs between 500 to 1600 pounds. So that's about three and a half to five meters and somewhere between 225 to 750 kilos. But rarely, rarely they have been found to get up to 20 feet or 6.1 meters in length and as heavy as 2,400 pounds or 1,090 kilos. But again, that is not at all common. Also, fun little fact, they actually never stop growing throughout their lives. Nile crocodiles are also the second largest croc in the world, the saltwater crocodile being the largest. Nile crocodiles are also incredibly aggressive. They are opportunistic apex predators. Now, apex predators are basically so uh, badass that nothing else tries to even make it its prey. It's on the top of the top of the food chain. They are completely capable of taking down nearly any animal within striking range. And once an animal is caught, it is pretty much impossible to escape. They are known to hold their prey underwater and drown them. But as evil as they sound, they are also known to be quite social, and they share sunbasking areas together in relative harmony. They can also share huge food animals, but... There is a strict hierarchy which is determined by size. The females lay eggs and the nest is guarded by the mothers. Once the babies hatch, the mother protects them for a period of time, but then they're on their own and they are from hatching on their own when it comes to finding food. And the Nile crocodile is one of the most dangerous species of crocodile and kills hundreds of people every single year but they are nonetheless a beautiful creature to be given the spatial respect that it does deserve so what makes Gustav so different is really his sheer size but also that he doesn't seem to be consuming all of the humans he kills 
Rather, he drags the person into the water where he mutilates and drowns them. Then supposedly he leaves their mangled body on the bank or just under some brushy area in the water and he leaves them uneaten. Over 300 human victims have been found this way over the past several decades. There was a documentary called, quote, Capturing the Killer Croc, unquote, that is about scientists who attempted to catch Gustav to study him, and they tried for over two years. The problem was that the local politics would become so intense that the crew would just have to leave. But while there, they used a three-ton, 6,000-pound cage, as well as a lot of snares and such to try to catch him, but they were unable to. It was said that Gustav would appear. He'd circle the cage, but he just wouldn't get in. One scientist said, quote, It was a total failure. The crocodile was parading outside the cage, teasing us, and we were unable to catch it. Unquote. So, Gustav is a legend in this region. Some of the locals believe he is a demonic entity. They say he isn't killing people for food. He's killing them for fun. Soldiers have actually thrown live hand grenades at him in the water, and that only manages to barely scare him off. So, with all of the talk of this massive killer crocodile, it caught the attention of herpetologist Patrice Fay, who traveled to Burundi in the 90s and verified that, yes, Gustav was very real and that he did see the scars left from bullet wounds on his armored skin. Patrice also verified that Gustav was killing humans as there were several attacks while he was there investigating that monster. Patrice stated, quote, He travels far distances and eats fishermen and bathers en route. He can eat 10, 15, or 20 people along the bank. One year, I followed the path he took on one of his forays, and 17 people had been eaten. Unquote. The last reported sighting of Gustav was in June 2015, when the local people literally watched him drag a huge adult male buffalo into the river. And the buffalo can weigh up to 2,200 pounds or 1,000 kilograms. This means that it has been nearly five years since anyone has seen him. Could he have finally met his match? Perhaps died from natural causes? Or is he still there, lurking just under the water, waiting for you to walk by? Thanks for listening. Music by Kevin MacLeod on Incompetech.com.